Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Come back into the Buffalo zone. Here's a drop for Natchez. Far post. And Anderson gets over to Rob Aho of goal number three. Over on the far side. We'll be there on the call. Craig Anderson trying to keep Buffalo in it down the stretch. That save on Sebastian Aho. Our save of the game brought to you by your upstate Honda dealers. New inventory is arriving daily. Unfortunately for Buffalo, Sebastian Aho eventually gets the game winner. Or sorry, eventually gets... His hat trick as he puts it home for a 5-2 lead. And then Darlene at the horn makes it 5-3. But as we go to the highlights here, we want to get you the play of the game. And it's the game winner right off a lost faceoff halfway through the third period. Carolina with the game-winning goal. Pilot settling back into Lewis' team. Here's Natchez in front. Backhand pass, and it just dribbles in. Kutkin-Yemi at the far post. Off the draw. Puck gets to the front of the net, and there wasn't much on that one, Razor, but it got past Anderson. Yes, Barry Katyami with his first of the season at 9:22, and Katyami gives Carolina a 4-2 lead. That is your game winner, and the play of the game brought to you by Noco, delivering comfort to homes and businesses since 1933. All right, we welcome you in here to the post game, Brian Colzio, with you. We will be heading to the locker room in Raleigh shortly. Paul Hamilton's on his way to the Sabres dressing room as Buffalo falls in regulation by a 5-3 to three final. Buffalo's record is now 7-4, and four, still very impressive, uh, but they will remain in sole possession of second place. Uh, nobody else in the East played tonight other than Columbus. There was only one other game. Uh, that was in Finland. Colorado beat uh, Columbus earlier this afternoon, so the standings will remain the same with Buffalo staying in sole possession of second place in the Atlantic Division now with a 7-4 and record. The good news, they're right back at it tomorrow in Tampa to take on the Lightning, and that one will be at 7 o'clock. You'll hear it right here on the Sabres radio network. All right, so locker room interviews coming up here in just a moment, but Sebastian Ajo, big player tonight. He was just all over. The Canes just, the Sabres just could not get a lot of open ice. It seemed as though they were at everybody's, uh, in everybody's space quickly. Okay, let's go to the room live now. Jacob Bryson speaking with Paul Hamilton.
early. Yeah. It, it, did you maybe lose your focus for a little bit there at, near the end of the first period? Yeah, I mean, I think we came out of the gate really well, like you said. The first 10 minutes of the game was unreal. Um, we popped one early, and I think last time we played here, it was the same thing. We were up 2 nothing, and, uh, you know, they came back. So we just got to find a way to keep the lead and play for 60 minutes. I thought our second period, and like you said, the last 10 minutes there, the first, we kind of slowed down a little, and, you know, they capitalized on all their chances, and they got right back in the game. Did you know you had scored, or did you know it went in off his pants? I honestly thought it hit Tucky. I didn't know until he said something, but, um, you know, it's nice to get that first one of the year. Um, you know, it's not the prettiest goal, but, you know, I'll take it. What did you think of Rasmus and the way he kept attacking? He had eight shots. Yeah, I mean, he was on fire again, like every game. Um, you know, he's probably our most consistent player right now, and he's playing so well. Um, you know, that last one went in the back of the net for him, I think it counted, so it's nice he got that one. But, yeah, he had a good game again. Um, you know, he's always in the offense, and he's always creating chances. Just one of those nights, Aho and Natchez, it's hard to keep other teams' top guys down some nights. Yeah, and I think their chemistry is off the charts. I mean, they had a couple one-touch passes, which I've – um, were unbelievable. Like that one goal they scored was that was a really nice play by them, and I feel like they were always finding each other. Um, you know, they don't miss much, and uh, like Aho is a good player, so is uh, Netjes. So they both got good shots, and they both capitalized on every chance they got tonight. So that's what you know the best players do is they find ways to score. Thanks, Jake. Right, no Jacob Bryson on the post game. Brian, back to you. All right, Bryson getting his first of the season, pinching in on a nice play in the opening minute, 28 seconds in. Let's go right back to the room. Another goal scorer. Here's Victor Olison live with Paul. Victor, it didn't seem like it was a bad start, but then you guys seemed to have trouble with two of their players, Aho and Natchez, uh, and you just couldn't handle them, it seemed like, uh, as the game went on. Uh, yeah, I think we started great and then uh, um, took a couple penalties uh, there, there in the first. They kind of uh, got momentum out of that. and. Um, I think it was a tight game overall, though. I mean, they got some good players, and they're a good team. Um, we, uh, I think we did create a lot of chances, and we probably could have scored a couple more. But, um, yeah, it was a tough game for sure. Could a tight game like this be beneficial in the long run? Don was talking about that this morning. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, it's going to be – we're going to play some tough teams here, and uh, I think this was uh, a good test for us. And uh, kind of know what we got to be ready for here uh, in the upcoming games. Carolina's been toward the top of the league defensively for a couple of years. What do they do well that, that you uh, They don't really try to make any plays uh, down in their, uh, on their own half of the ice. They're just kind of rimming pucks out and uh, chipping pucks out uh, and just trying to get it up there. So it's kind of hard to uh, get a hold of the puck down in there. And, uh, so, um, but they're, they're doing a great job with that. Are you just feeling it right now? You're up to nine goals. Uh, are you just feeling, hey, if I can get a good shot, it's likely going to go in? Um, yeah, I feel good right now. Um, just gotta keep, gotta keep shooting and uh, yeah, take pucks to the net, and hopefully we'll continue. Thank you, Victor. Yeah, thank you. Victor Olson on the post game. Brian, back to you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Victor Olson. Yes, keep shooting. The puck is going in. He is uh, off to a good start. He has nine goals on the season, as the Sabers, unfortunately for his sake, fall in this game by a five to three final. Uh, we've we've heard from Bryson. He got the opening goal. Olafson now up to nine. He got the second goal. And then Buffalo's third goal came in the final second. Rasmus Dahlin picking up now his seventh of the season. Uh, but Olafson to me, has just been really, really impressive. We know at times, uh, you know, people have said, you know, is he a good five-on-five player? That he, definitely something that he improved upon last season uh, over the course of the year. Uh, and we know on the power play how lethal he is. They just, trip, you know, the Sabers try to set him up for one-timers from the circle. He's been great there, but 
Um, yes, keep shooting. I think that, you know, that's obviously a, a message that the Sabres could say about a lot of their guys that have great shots. I feel like the Sabres this year from some of their best players have hit the post quite a bit too. Uh, so they are, you know, they are feeling it. They have a lot of good goal scores in terms of the top of the league leaders right now. And uh, some of these guys could even have some more. But for Olafson to be at nine already here through 11 games, that's a, a very, very impressive number. Uh, I think only Horvat, Carlson, and McDavid are ahead of him at the moment in terms of the goal scoring leaders. McDavid has 12, and then Horvat and Carlson have 10, and then there's Olafson there with nine. And you've got quite a few Sabres that are still in the top, inside the top 20 in the league. Uh, you've got Tuck with seven. You've got Thompson with seven. You've got now Darlene with seven. And uh, you've got Olison with nine to lead the way. So pretty impressive stuff from Victor so far to start the season. But just how good was Darlene in this game? I mean, you know, not to sit here and say something that's not obvious, but first of all, he's playing like every other shift, basically. Um, and, you know, with the injuries on defense right now, we know that's going to be there. But... Um, it's just he's just dangling pucks. He's doing a great job overall. And, you know, the amount of responsibility that he just seems to be willing to take on and, and embracing it is just it's really, really impressive how much Darlene uh, just really, really looks like he's in command tonight uh, and has been overall. I mean, the impact that he is having offensively is just it's tremendous. And he is because he's playing with such confidence right now. He is going down low. He's pinching in toward the net. I mean, he's deking guys out. And one of the great chances that he had there in the third, he kind of gives that little deke move to create some space. I mean, that's what we see Tage Thompson do. Uh, Thompson did it on a goal the other day against Chicago. And for Darlene to do that again here today, give himself a look, he almost set up Skinner for a goal down low that just missed going off of Skinner's stick as he tried to backhand it off the side. So, I mean, Darlene has just been amazing, and, uh, you know, <laughs> you heard, if you watch the ESPN Plus broadcast, John Brusick, uh, and and company in there, and Brian Boucher, they were talking about Darlene's contract, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's going to be expensive. Maybe you should do it earlier the better. I mean, what, the Sabres can offer him eight, right? They're the team that owns him, owns his rights. What's it going to be, 10 million, 11? It's going to be pricey, but I think well worth it. Darlene still in his younger 20s. I mean, you can offer him an eight-year deal, and he still would only be essentially 30 by the time he's done with it. So, I mean, just uh, tremendous stuff. You can't say en enough good stuff about him. Now, this this Hurricane team's really good. I didn't think the Sabres were, were dominated in any way. I think they played with them. It's just Carolina is relentless. I am really, really impressed with Carolina's speed and their pressure on the puck and their ability to, to stop at the blue stop the opposition at the blue line and how they had that energy in the third. I mean, I was talking with Paul during the second intermission of how I thought, okay, we're going to see Carolina maybe sit back a little more here. They are playing their second game in as many nights. They had travel with Tampa. They went to a shootout last night. They put a ton of effort and energy into last night's game with 55 shots. You figured maybe they would lose a little of their uh, giddy-up, and they did not. So want to give the uh, want to give the Canes credit for that. 5-2 the final, or 5-3 the final. Darlene scoring at the horn to make it a 5-3 Carolina win. Uh, let's uh, bring Paul Hamilton in now here as we get his thoughts on this one. And uh, Paul, the Sabres played right up to the horn there, but Carolina is a very, very good team and obviously can be frustrating at times to play against. 
Yeah, they were. And uh, sorry we couldn't get Rasmus Dahlien, but he's in with a doctor, trainer, whatever. So uh, we, weren't, we weren't able to get him. So, uh, yeah, I, I just think they lost their focus a little bit in the first period after they had played so well. And there were two players on Carolina they couldn't handle. Simple. Aho and, and Natchez. So they, they basically dominated the game along with Dahlien. But in the end, Buffalo just couldn't handle their top two players, and uh, it wound up costing them. Uh, I mean, they did continue their power play string right at the end, getting that goal right near the end. But uh, just too much Carolina. And as I told you before, when we, you know, in the in the first intermission, you just and what I told Bulldog in the pregame, you just can't get behind to this team. You can't. When you get behind to them, you are in big trouble. Paul Darlene scores, but I mean, another night where. Even if you're just half paying attention, it would it's impossible to not notice how much impact he's having on the Sabres' offensive chances. I, I felt like he was a part of almost all of them in some capacity. Well, remember what I've told how many times, and we're just talking here, uh, Don Granato's walking over here, so we will start with him, and then we continue after Don. Sounds good. Don, you, you certainly got a, a great start. I mean, you guys were right on it, got a goal. Uh, did, did you lose maybe focus near the end of the first period? Yeah, I don't know if it was focus as much. Uh, I thought the effort was good. We we weren't as sharp tonight, and th- and I would say that there was a handful of guys that didn't look like themselves, and it happens. They tried to fight through. I don't question their compete. I don't question their effort. Uh, and I think, you know, they've got their skilled players took advantage of some situations they got in. Uh, some of our younger you know, guys that are gaining experience as they go with not many games in the NHL, uh, you know, they'll, they'll have to uh, take a look at film and, it, like I said, be prior to the game. These are the games you want to play against top players in a building like this with the energy you learn from mistakes. And uh, the, the passion was there. The, the effort was there. Like I said, some guys just didn't have their, their normal game uh, sharp-wise. How much of the penalties kind of take you out of the rhythm in the first period and conversely your power play wasn't able to get you over the hump in this game yeah you know the penalty situation was quite erratic through the game it was just it broke up rhythm it uh you, you know obviously you're um it, it was just a challenging component tonight um unfortunately Darlene, we've talked about all year but how good was he in this game in terms of being your pretty much your best offensive player all night yeah we're asking a lot of him obviously with uh you know with who we're missing back there three three big key guys but he 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 loves it he loves the challenge he he is uh uh, it's pushing him to be even better uh the way he's responding so very impressed with him uh, once again you've said it many times when he gets mad it's a bad thing for the other team and they got him mad they 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 punched him and from that point forward he was just like crazy good yeah he he, you're you're only gonna you're only gonna stoke the competitive juice in him um you know obviously we wanted to find the calm within that afterwards but uh you know you you you're only gonna wake him up um when within with that talent uh, obviously we see the type of response thanks don don granado in the post game brian back to you Okay, Paul, thank you very much with Sabres head coach Don Granato. His live post-game comments brought to you by Salino Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Tempstar Energy Services. Specialists bringing heat on and off the ice. 5-3 Carolina. Let's go back to Paul for just another final thought or two. And, well, Paul, uh, I think Don Granato wrapped up nicely what you and I were talking about with Darlene. Just, it's like, look, we got guys out. It's pushing him to be better. The challenge of playing more and more responsibility, and he's coming through. Yeah, and it's just, you know, I knew as soon as that guy punched him, 
I would have liked to seen a better response, especially at 5-2. I would have liked to seen number 82 on the seat of his pants. But uh, anyway, you do that to the <laughs> Rasmus Dahlin, you just make him better. That's all you do. You, you think you're taking him off his game? No, you're making him a better hockey player, and that's exactly what happened. He just kept getting better and better as the game went on and, uh, you know, scored the goal near the end there, but uh, certainly was Buffalo's best player. All right, Paul, let's uh, wrap it up with what's next. Right away to Tampa tomorrow, and the Sabres now will play, Paul, for the first time with back-to-back games. Yeah, this is their first opportunity to do it, and you know how Don Granado is with challenges, and he's looking forward to that challenge, uh, especially against two very good teams. Now, it didn't go well in the first one, and Carolina played last night, but they didn't look like it. But they know how to play like that, you know? When they have back-to-backs, they know how to do it, and they know how to do it well. They know how to conserve their energy, uh, and, they're, and they're very good at it. And <laughs> basically, it was two players that destroyed them. I mean, yeah, Carolina played well as a team, but Natchez and, and Ajo just destroyed them, and, and they had just had no answers for them whatsoever. It was, and that, to me, was the real difference in the hockey game. Yeah, the top two stars, Ajo one, Natchez two, and uh, Svechnikov, who uh, was involved as well with three assists, was the third star. Paul, thank you so much. Have a safe trip to Tampa, and uh, we'll talk to you on pregame tomorrow. Sounds good. We'll talk to you then. Okay, great. Paul Hamilton there. 5-3 Carolina. Yeah, Ajo, the hat trick. But, I mean, Natchez was great. Svechnikov was great. Uh, but Ajo's hat trick makes him our electric player of the game. Brought to you by Town BMW for an electrifying performance. Check out Town BMW's lineup of EVs. All right. Uh, we're going to, at this time, say goodnight to all of our local affiliates. If you want to keep listening to the post game, we're going to come back with uh, a couple of more stats and update you on the standings. Uh, you can listen in on the Odyssey app or at WGR550.com. And for all of you on our flagship in Buffalo, stay tuned. More Sabres postgame coming up. 5-3 Carolina, the final. This is the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. period and the Sabres in the offensive zone with the faceoff. Here's a shot, scores! Victor Olison let it go from the left circle and that squeaks through the pads of Antiranta. That's going to get the coach maybe thinking about what's happening between the pipes if the Sabres get another one. Dan Dunleavy there on the call. Victor Olofsson now up to nine on the season. As we welcome you back here to the Sabres postgame, Brian Colzio with you. 5-3 Carolina the final. Let's get to our final stats, and they're brought to you by Paddock Chevrolet with you for the extra mile. The shots were 33-25, Carolina. Both teams scoring once on the power play. Buffalo 1 of 5, Carolina 1 of 4. And uh, I want to give you some more stats. I mentioned before, Olofsson with 9. He's now in fourth, solo fourth in goals in the NHL. McDavid has 12. He's good. Yep, we know that. Eric Carlson, a resurgent start for his season with the Sharks, he's got 10. Bo Horvat from Vancouver has 10. And then Olafson, the only player with nine. So there you go in terms of uh, what we've seen in the league so far this year. So pretty impressive stuff from Victor Olafson. Uh, and, uh, you know, as I said, Thompson is right there with seven in the top 10. Tuck is in there with seven in the top 10. Darlene's there in the top 10. So Sabres got 
If you count ties, the Sabres have four of the top ten. Again, it's not officially ten, but tied for, let's see here, we got fourth, five, six, seven, eight, nine, tenth. Yeah, tied for tenth, all those players with seven. It's pretty impressive. Sabres have four of them. TJ, do we ever, like, we have to go back to, like, what? Vanek's days? Or like, when do we have multiple players in the top ten scoring in the NHL and goals? Goals themselves. I mean, 100% has to be those days where it was, like, pa- yeah. pa- uh, Pominville, Vanek, uh, maybe Drew Stafford some years. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty wild. So it's fun to see, for sure. Anyway, those are your final stats brought to you by Paddock Chevrolet with you for the extra mile. Injury report brought to you by Losey and Ganji, Buffalo's workers' compensation and personal injury attorneys working hard for hardworking Western New Yorkers. Ilya Labushkin, officially day-to-day. See if he skates tomorrow in Tampa, and maybe we'll get an update in pregame from Don Granado. They held him out tonight. I don't know, does 24 hours make that big of a difference? But Sabres defensively, uh, Ivan could use a little boost. I mean, we we are drooling over how good Darlene has been. But, I mean, they really, really could use some help. Darlene, again, 27 minutes tonight. 26.58 officially. Eight shots on goal to lead the team. The next highest is three with Thompson. Darlene has eight. Three blocks, 27 minutes. And he had a goal. <laughs> really, really good stuff. Yeah, even in a loss, I could sit here. I feel like we could do a, you know, just let's just talk about how great Rasmus Dahlin is. Easy to do, fun to do. So many examples tonight of how he just is able to create for himself and for his teammates. Really impressive stuff. All right, uh, let's get the scores in from around the league. Short scoreboard tonight, as there was only one other game beyond the Sabres Carolina, and that was in Finland earlier this afternoon. Colorado getting the hat trick from Rantanen, four assists from McKinnon, and they beat Columbus by a score of six to three. Those two teams will play if you want to watch the game from Finland tomorrow, two o'clock on NHL Network. That was the only other game in the league today. Let's go to the AHL. Amherst come back after trailing after one and two. They get three goals in the third and get a victory over the Utica Comets by a score. Of five to three amongst the goal scorers, Linus Weisbeck, the game winner, his sixth of the season. Lucas Rusek scoring, Anders Bjork scoring. Those are amongst the goal scorers for Rochester as they beat Utica 5 3. Our final, same score, 5 3 Carolina. And with that, we're going to say goodnight to you here on our post game show. Big thanks. To our network producer, TJ Luckman, for his work uh, and efforts getting us on the air earlier when we had some technical difficulties in Raleigh. Tom Maddy, our engineer. Paul Hamilton, our reporter. The Bulldog on the pregame. And our game announcers, Dan Dunleavy and Rob Ray. Pat Malacaro on our social media and game story. Check it out, WGR550.com. And I thank you for listening. My name is Brian Colziel. Final again from Raleigh, 5-3 Carolina. We'll talk to you tomorrow night, pregame at 6, with the Sabres and the Tampa Bay Lightning right here on the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. Good night, everyone.